podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the 10-12 Friday 15, where we spend 15 minutes focusing on the Olympic sports going on this fall, that's soccer, volleyball, cross country, and eventually equestrian when it starts getting kicked off or trotting off or however we want to put it in October. Uh, We are continuing our focus on soccer today. Volleyball is getting underway this weekend, all the Big 12 teams that participate in women's volleyball. Uh, But today we have Anna Beffer, color commentator for Oklahoma State women's soccer team, going to join us to talk about the Cowgirls and the Big 12 as a whole. Week two is underway. It started last night with a couple of big rivalry matches, including Iowa State, Iowa, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, who plays a non-conference game every year, so they play twice each each season. Uh, we got a couple of more big games this weekend, uh, tonight, and on Sunday. Uh, So we're going to talk about the state of the Big 12, Oklahoma State with Anna. Uh, And of course, we're going to have more guests coming on each week, every Friday, for 15 minutes to touch on the Olympic sports uh, if you haven't yet, make sure and go check out Thursday's episode. We, uh, we're going to start talking our picks. we got a lot of stuff that was really good on Thursday's episode. This Monday, Andy and Jamie will be back on the show for regular Monday shows. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed to all six shows in the 1012 network. That is, of course, the 1012 podcast. Uh, our Texas show, Fire the Cannon. Our TCU show, Hit the Horn. Our Kansas show, Rock Chalk Podcast. Our West Virginia show, Raspy Voice Kids. And our men's and women's basketball show, Midwest Madness. Subscribe to them all. Follow us on Twitter at 1012network. Follow us on the gram at 1012pod. And with that, let's talk to Anna. She provides color commentary for the Oklahoma State Cowgirls and for FC Tulsa. Anna Beffer joining us here on the show today. Anna, welcome to the 1012. Thank you. I'm excited to be here again. Uh, always a pleasure to talk with you. I know I've had you on uh, when I was doing the Cowboys Ride for Free podcast, had you on on a pretty regular basis. It's always good to talk a little uh, Oklahoma State and Big 12 soccer with you. Yeah, definitely. A lot, a lot of things to talk about. I'm excited for the season and already two games under our belt. So looking forward to it. Uh, so let's let's talk about Oklahoma State first. Obviously, they had a, a, an okay opening weekend, like most of the Big 12, uh, went 1-1, one and one, got their win uh, in the opener against UTSA 2-0, uh, and then, then dropped a double overtime game against Pittsburgh 3-2. to uh, Looking at this Cowgirl team, they return a lot, mm-hmm. but there are a few spots that they had to to replace somebody. Goalie being a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that goalie spot first. I mean, if I recall correctly, they have a true freshman filling in the in the spot at goalie now. They do. So Evie Vitali kind of got the nod for her first start, um, and I know that that role is definitely I don't want to say up for grabs, but I mean it's a good problem to have when you're. Colin Carmichael, you have three goalies, you know, vying for that position. It creates competition and practice. You know, no one, no starting role is safe, um, which is really good. I mean, it's not ideal if you're trying to get those minutes, but Evie Vitale got the start. Coach Colin Carmichael said um, kind of leading up to that game when we talked to him that he felt that she kind of performed well, did what you'd want a goalkeeper to do. And then really I thought she had a good game against Pitt, um, she didn't really have any blatant errors in my opinion. Um, it's, it's hard no matter what age you are, but just as a freshman kind of coming into that commanding role, as you come into a new team, um, you know, a lot of seniors, like you said, a lot of returners and as a goalkeeper, you, you kind of have to take ownership and demand from your back line and demand from your players. Um, 
So I'll be interesting to see what Colin says just kind of post pit game and just how she was on the field, just her presence and um, just her, her vocal leadership as well. Um, but overall, just all things considered, I thought she had a good performance in both games. Um, so that'll be a, a race, I think, all season. And that that is one of the bigger – I don't want to say it's a big hole because it's not, you know, an issue by means. It's just that spot is kind of up for grabs. Um, so that'll be fun to watch and see how that progresses. But overall, I thought um, Evie had a, had a good first couple of games. The, I guess I would say, offensive star of the Cowgirls, Grace Yoko, uh, had, a, had a pretty nice start to her season already with multiple goals, including a couple in the Pitts game. I mean, how has she looked so far this season to you? Yeah, she did. Um, I will say, and she'd probably tell you this too, just by her own standards, but against UTSA, she was pretty quiet. Um, she didn't do a whole lot. I know she'd been nursing a knock here or there. Preseason's hard. I mean, anyone will tell you that. So, I know that the Cowgirls were struggling with a few knocks here or there, just kind of players out, not having a consistent kind of squad on the field throughout preseason. So one day, you know, someone might be out next day they're in and then vice versa. So I know that she was kind of dealing with a knock and then when UTSA was kind of trying to find her footing, um, but was still impactful, just not as impactful as the Gracie Yoakum that we'd seen previously. And then to her credit against Pitt, you know, players like herself, big time impact players find a way to make an impact in those games. And she did when she needed to. Um, it was unfortunate that OSU wasn't able to be on the winning side of that game, but it was exciting to see her get those two goals early. And I think that's huge because as a forward or really just an attacking player, once you get that first goal, it all kind of just opens up. And so for her to get those two goals early and just, you could see the passion and the excitement from her after those goals, because there's a lot going on behind the scenes, you know, that people don't see whether that's struggling with an injury or just the mentality of needing to score a goal and the expectations on the shoulders too. When you perform at such a high level, people expect that from you now. Um, so I was happy for her to get those two goals, especially so early on in the season. And I know um, Colin felt the same way because we talked to him a little bit before the game and kind of asked, you know, Hey, how's, how's Yoakum doing? How are, how are we thinking? Um, how's her mentality? And he said the same thing, you know, he chatted with her, they weren't super, super, I don't want to say unhappy with the UTSA performance, but knew that it could have been better. Um, and she said the same thing. And he said, I fully expect a different Grace Yoakum today. Mentally, it's, we're there. I think everything's going to be great. And that's what we saw. Um, so they felt that in the locker room and she executed on the field. So it was great to see that. And I think that'll only get better and she'll build on it. Obviously, um, this will come out on Friday, so after the the Bedlam game on Thursday night. So I'm going to old takes expose you here just for a second. Okay. Um, you will not be on that call, but I'm sure you'll be watching the game as, as I will as well. Yeah. Um, do we think OSU continues their domination in the Bedlam series Thursday night? I don't. I don't want to sound overly confident. I'm obviously biased, um, <laughs> but I I I think that for sure that OSU they have the roster clearly um, on paper in my mind that's a game that they should win. Um, but those games, you know, sometimes those are the games that you have to grind out when on paper, you know, okay, we should be able to handle this team, but especially when it's bedlam kind of all bets are off. It's easy to say that um, we say that in every sport, no matter what it is, but just the emotion that comes with that game, you just have to control it and contain it and stick to a game plan and do what you've been practicing. And it's easy to kind of throw that out the window when you're in the heat of the moment. Um, but I think just early on in the season, that's always a big one. And whether it's 
beautiful soccer or you kind of have to roll up your sleeves. I know Colin said that to us a billion times in the locker room. Sometimes <laughs> you just have to roll up your sleeves and get it done. And I hated it at the time, but I get it now. And I think either way, they'll find a way to win. I'm pretty confident that they'll do that. And if they can get, you know, if Grace can build on that and um, get Gabriella Coleman involved more and um, Olivia Dowell, I believe might be, don't quote me, back in the lineup potentially. Um, so getting Ooh. her back on the field would be would be great. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the game, um, but I know that, with a lot of returners, they know what they have to do to beat a team like Oklahoma. Um, they know kind of the implications of the Bedlam rivalry and for the whole season. So I think that I think they're in a pretty good spot. I hope when everybody's listening to this that the, you and I are both correct and the Cowgirls are victorious. Um, you will be on the call for Sunday's game against Wright State. What, what have you seen from Wright State? And what are you expecting on Sunday? Well, that's a game, I think, too, with Oklahoma State that, you know, on paper, I don't want to, you know, repeat, but that's a game that Oklahoma state should win, but it's important for them to kind of stick to their standard and not kind of get lackadaisical in their approach. Um, if they have more time on the ball, um, take advantage of that. They need to kind of keep the pace high and just stick to what they would be doing if they were playing a pit again, or if they were playing a Texas A&M, um, to be frank with you, I don't know a ton about the conference that Wright States in, but I know that that's one of those games that, you know, you have on the schedule early to make sure that you go out there, do what you need to do, take care of business, get the win, um, but also do it well and professionally and not kind of slip into bad habits. This team finished third in the Big 12 last year, preseason ranked, starting one and one, which is not to be no reason to, to really worry. But I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, looking at this team, having had two games under their belt now, is this a team with everything returning that can kind of live up to the expectations of making this NCAA tournament, reaching a Sweet 16, challenging for a Big 12 title, or are there bigger holes in this team than maybe we thought coming into the year? I think they're in a great spot. Again, it's easy for me to say um, because I'm biased, but I, I, do, I do feel like with the returners that they have, and not just the returners and their you know, playing ability, but just the experience. I mean, you talk about these games early in the season – they can draw from experiences and they know what they have to do in certain situations, whether that's in an overtime game or bouncing back from a tough loss and having a short memory, doing the little things in the locker room. And so those leaders on that team, they have so many of them. I mean, they have the super seniors returning. They have kind of your, I don't want to say normal seniors, but your players that have been there for four years. So you have a lot of experience and leaders on that team that the younger players, that's the standard now. Um, The standard is going farther than they did last year. They know what they have to do against a tough team like TCU or West Virginia. And even, I mean, all the teams in the big 12 and having that team chemistry, I think is huge too. So the fact that they have all played together for so long and kind of, you know, know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and we're able to sort that out last year and really put together an outstanding season, all things considered. Um, So I think this year, I think they definitely have, the star power and ability to put together a really, really good season. And I mean, we talked about the goalkeeping situation. Evie Vitali made a couple of big time saves. I mean, Pitt is a good team. I think they were kind of underrated coming into that game. Um, and they put together some good, um, you know, plays offensively in the final third. And Evie Vitali had a couple of good saves, came out, um, was brave in some areas. So I think that having that so early 
I mean, if Oklahoma State would have looked a little shaky defensively or if Evie would have fumbled a few balls, you know, it might be a different conversation. But I think that from what we've seen so far, your kind of question mark position, let's call it the goalkeeper, they have options. They have good options. Um, so I think it's just kind of figuring out that dynamic in the back line. But I don't know. I think they're in a great spot. Uh, looking around the rest of the Big 12, first weekend under, uh, it's wrapped. Second weekend underway now. It was a uh, it's kind of okay weekend mm-hmm. for everybody. Uh, TCU, the only team that went 2-0. and Texas Tech went 1-0-1. and um, Kansas and Texas, the two teams who did mm-hmm. not get a win. Uh, and everybody else coming away with a win and a loss. From the first weekend done, I mean, it's still very early, but what are some of your observations as far as the rest of the conference thus far? I wasn't surprised that TCU came out with two wins. I mean, you have to kind of call it what it is. They they put together a really good season last year when they came and played Oklahoma State. They looked really solid. They possessed the ball really well. They're well coached. And so I, I would expect that from them. I was a bit surprised by Texas. I haven't seen them play as as much as some of the other schools in the conference, but they have some real star star power on that team. Julia Grosso, I mean, just won an Olympic gold with Canada and one player doesn't win games, but they have the talent um, to be in the mix. And I was a little surprised at their record so far, but like you said, it's still early Oklahoma state. They played a tough pit team. So that game I think could have gone really either way. It was pretty even and they lost to a good team, and I think Pitt's going to go on and have a really good season. So I don't know if I look at that as what some people might say would be a bad loss. I don't think that's a bad loss. And then West Virginia playing a tough Virginia team, losing. But that's – I mean, the, the good thing about the Big 12 is because of the caliber of teams in it, early on in non-conference games, these coaches go out and seek teams that are good. I mean, they're not they're, – they want to get challenged early on so they can enter into conference play having been challenged – Um, and, you know, having to play good soccer to win games. And so I think that's by design. Um, Like you said, it's still early, but I think there were still a lot of positives to take away even after the losses and even Oklahoma State's loss. There were still some positives, and I think the Big 12 still looks looks solid. And I always enjoy to talk with you. Appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy calling the Cowgirls game on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear Anna's voice as she does color commentary for both the Cowgirls uh, during home games, which you can catch most of those on ESPN+. Plus. You can also catch her providing the color uh, commentary for FC Tulsa, which is a lot of fun. Anna does a great job. And uh, and give her a follow on Twitter, at AnnaBeffer18. Anna, uh, Anna, gosh, man. <laughs> Anna, it's always a pleasure, and uh, look forward to doing this again throughout the season. Yeah, you too. Always happy to be on. Podcast Network.